Hey everyone, I'm Leah Jacobson, and if you use essential oils, you've come to the right place. As a certified clinical aromatherapist with over a decade of experience, I'll be guiding you with practical information without learning complicated chemistry. This will ensure that you and your family stay safe while enjoying the benefits of essential oils. Enjoy season four of the podcast as we read through my latest book, Using Essential Oils Safely. Now let's get started. I am back to continue the conversation um, about inhaling and essential oils. This has been a huge topic recently. Um, And I just wanted to make sure that everybody understands what safe practices are. So I just went live and I just shared with you um, some considerations to have that essential oils are not just for the aroma, they actually have some benefits and they have therapeutic properties and intentions as well as some potential risks, right? And a few days ago, I went live and shared with you the emergencies and one of those was for inhalation. So if you have an inhalation emergency, what to do? So let's talk about inhaling essential oils and reasons to inhale, potential adverse reactions we kind of covered the other day, but the different inhalation methods, as well as diffusing in public places, we'll touch on a little bit because I have talked about that before. So let's talk about reasons why someone would want to inhale. And if you want a cheat sheet, if you want this sort of information in print, All of this is taken right out of our free membership, The Learning Center, which you can find at leahjacobson.com. And on there, I have a graphic showing the um, essential oils when they enter the nasal cavity, that they are sensed by the olfactory neurons in the olfactory bulb, and that that is recognized by the limbic area of the brain. And this is why essential oils can be great for um, mood and anxiety and stress and irritability and grief and, you know, mood swings, all of those sort of things and focus, all of that kind of stuff because of the way that essential oils work. And that is because they're truly physical properties. So when you inhale from the bottle, you are inhaling little teeny constituents, things that you can't see visibly in the air, but you can smell them. So you know, they're hitting the nose and those physical components are affecting the limbic area of the brain. And so this can help with even things like insomnia. I mentioned focus, even digestive issues. If you're feeling nauseated can even help um, during labor. They can help for hot flashes and depression. So those are some of the reasons why you might want to inhale essential oils. The other big reason is respiratory issues. So again, in the learning center, I'm referencing my post here. Um, there is a blow up of the alveoli, which you can see that are at the end. Um, so in, in, when you inhale through your mouth and it goes down into the trachea, into the bronchi, into the bronchioles, and finally ending at the microscopic sac-like alveoli or gas exchange happens. So essential oils, they're one cell wide. And when you breathe them in, yes, they affect the limbic area of the, of the brain when you breathe them in through your nose. And they also get inhaled into the lungs and they can enter the bloodstream from what I just described. So they can affect respiratory issues. They can help with congestion. Um, they can help with those sort of issues as well. So the effectiveness 
of these essential oils are going to depend on a few different factors when we're talking about respiration. The effectiveness of these essential oils for congestion and respiratory issues depend on the rate of blood flow through the lungs, the rate and the depth of breathing, and the fat solubility of the molecules. And these can help with congestion, bronchitis, pneumonia, coughing, and even sinus issues when you inhale through the nose. It can help with sinus issues as well. And we have recipes right inside our club, which you can find in our library, leahjacobson.com slash library. And we do have a few recipes in the Learning Center as well, where this topic of inhaling, I have a lot of information here too that I'm referencing. Um, we did mention some adverse reactions already. So I'm just going to skip over that section because we just talked about that a few days ago. But let's talk about the different ways that you can inhale because we don't want you to get into a situation where you are over inhaling or setting yourself up for an adverse reaction because you've inhaled too much or too long. So let's talk about a few different inhalation methods. There are several. In a pinch, you can just unscrew the bottle and inhale straight through the bottle, but you are going to increase chances of oxidation, which will shorten shelf life. So I really don't recommend that. Um, you can add a few drops over dried flowers. I actually have some frankincense resin back here um, in that box that I do drip some essential oils over potpourri. You can drip them on stones or incense sticks or even wax warmers. Again, make sure that the essential oils you are choosing are safe for everyone inhaling. But my favorite way is to use a personal inhaler. So this is a cool gadget where you can actually add, if you're watching me live on YouTube or on my podcast page, if you're here live now, I'm showing you, but you have a wick that glows into, goes into a glass vial and then you screw the cap on. There are holes on the top that you can inhale. Then you can just put it all together. That would be one inhalation deep through the nose, out through the mouth. And you can do that one to three times depending on your situation, why you are inhaling. And that can actually save you from opening and closing your bottle of essential oils and shortening that shelf life. So you can fit it in your pocket, you can give it to your kids on the go, you can keep one in your car, put it in your purse, and it's very, very easy to use and can be useful for so many things. It's actually my focus inhaler. If you see my sticker um, inside the club, I shipped everybody um, inhaler stickers for focus because that's our recipe focus for the month inside of the club. There's also some plastic inhalers that you can purchase as well. I happen to love the fancy aluminum and glass ones, but you wanna add 15 drops of essential oil to that wick. And that is in total. So whether that's 15 drops of fur or 15 drops of a focus blend or 15 drops of an anti-germ blend, whatever it is, 15 total drops, and you can do that one to three deep inhalations as needed, depending on you, depending on what the situation is um, and how much that you need. And those wicks can actually last for several months. They may need refreshing. If you are opening and closing every single day, you may need to top that off and refresh it um, as needed. 
Another way that you can safely inhale essential oils is by using a diffuser. I think most people, they may not be fully aware of personal inhalers. I'm trying, this is my mission to make sure people are aware that personal inhalers are a thing because you can actually use essential oils even if you have a cat, if you are using a personal inhaler or if you are using essential oils that may be your kids, they're not appropriate for your kids, but there's something that you want to use like peppermint for a headache. Um, but diffusing is something I think most people are aware of. Diffusers exist, right? So here's the biggest thing to know about diffusers. You don't want to run them 24-7. You do not want to run them all day long. It's kind of like drinking water all day long. Do we need water? Absolutely. Do we need to drink it every minute of the day? No. Do we need to eat every minute of the day? No, we do not. So same with diffusing. We need smaller increments so our bodies can recognize the signals of that essential oil. It can do its thing in our brain and have that positive effect without having that signal all day long be um, bombarding ourselves. So it's kind of like um, a skunk smell where after a few minutes, the olfactory fatigue cuts in and it, it, we don't really notice the skunk smell anymore, right? Because even though it's really out there, even though it's hanging in the air, our bodies are like, okay, noted, we can shut this aroma off. We're cool. We understand. We get it. We'll stay away from the area. <laughs> we don't need to keep continually smelling the smell. So the same thing is with essential oils. Too much can not be a good thing. So we want to make sure to shut off the diffuser after about 10 minutes. So put it on for 10 minutes so that our body can find those signals, can listen to those signals and do its thing. And then you want to shut it off for about 20 minutes. And that will give your body a break. Our brain doesn't have to shut it off anymore. Olfactory fatigue doesn't have to kick in. It's noted. It's doing its thing. It's now it's focusing. It's um, helping with anxiety. It's, it's helping with all of these issues for the purpose of diffusing. And then it shuts off. And then when it kicks in after 20 minutes and our bodies recognize the signal again. It's like, oh, okay. So then it starts to do the focusing again. And it starts to just make sure our bodies are still continually doing what it needs to do without diffusing all day long. Um, diffusing all day long, as I mentioned in a previous live, previous podcast, it can have adverse reactions. So you can end up with headaches if you're constantly diffusing, feeling nauseated. You can have allergy type symptoms. So when you are diffusing, you want to make sure 10 minutes on, 20 minutes off. And that is what I recommend. I do not recommend um, any other increment than that. There are some diffusers that are like on for a minute and off for five. That's really not enough. Or if it's on and off for 30 seconds, it's not enough of a break for your body. Um, there are some that run an hour and shut off, and that's really too much as well. Um, the only exception to that would be if you are in a large house and you are running it all day or running it an hour on or an hour off, but you aren't in the room the whole time. So this is assuming that you are diffusing with intention as we should. So you are putting on that calming blend or you're putting on that anti-stress blend or you're putting on the focus blend, whatever that it is. And it's because you want it to affect you and you want to have that thing happen. So generally you are going to have it in the same room. So in which case five to 10 drops of essential oil, um, either single or blend. Make sure again, all of the essential oils you are using are not only going to be effective for what you want them to do, but also safe for everyone inhaling. And pay attention to those blends. Because as someone who has reviewed over a thousand plus blends, and I have over 800 of them 
in the essential oil blend safety files. Trust me, nearly every blend seems to have at least one essential oil that's not safe for kids or not safe for someone. So be very careful um, that you are either making your own blends or that you are choosing blends that are truly safe and you want to make sure that they are effective and safe and you are adding five to 10 drops in your diffuser that's in the same room with you and it's on for 10 minutes and it's off for 20 minutes. There's no need to dilute those essential oils before adding to the water. Your air is sort of your dilutant, um, is sort of your carrier oil, um, like you would if you were to apply it to your skin. So if you are kind of, if you have it maybe in, in one area of your house, but you're kind of in and out and you have windows open and fans going and you're not really present the whole time, it would be okay to diffuse longer because you don't have that same exposure. Um, otherwise, the Jasmine Aroma Diffuser, which you can find through my Amazon link using eossafely.com slash jasmine is the only diffuser that I have found that has that 10 on 20 off increment. Um, but you can use a timer so that you can adjust any diffuser that you have to um, have that setting if that is what you are aiming for. Aroma jewelry is another way that you can inhale essential oils, whether it's on a pendant, a lava bead de- uh, pendant or a felt pad pendant or whether it's earrings or bracelets, whatever that it is, any sort of aroma jewelry, I do recommend only one or two drops. And I'd start with one. Because it's so close to your face, you are going to smell it fairly well. And two drops may be a little bit too much unless you're congested. It may be helpful. But start with one drop. Again, make sure the essential oil you are adding is effective for the purpose of you adding it to your aroma jewelry. So it may be something for focus. It may be an anti-germ. It may be something for mental fatigue. It may be something for anxiety. Um, make sure that what you are using is going to work and is effective and also is safe for you. So it doesn't have any risks involved. And finally, a steam inhalation is a pretty intense way to inhale essential oil. So this would be for those congestion issues, those respiratory issues, or sinus issues. And what you want to do in this situation is add a drop or two to a steamy hot bowl of water, eyes closed, towel overhead, and inhale deeply. And this will just open up your sinuses, open up um, your um, lungs, just help clear everything, and you will feel so much better. Um There's also a facial sauna that you can use. There's one I recommend that has a nose cup option and it's really easy. You don't have to deal with boiling water. You add some water to the device. It heats itself up in a couple of minutes when you plug it in and you just set your face near it and you probably still want to close your eyes, but it's, it's not as much of a trapped feeling as some people feel a bit claustrophobic under a steamy towel. (laughs) And especially for children, what you can do for them is make sure the water's not hot enough to burn them, of course, but you want it warm enough. And you can add a drop of essential oil like to a mug and you can kind of have them like as they're comfortable, kind of put their face near it to kind of help. Or you can add a drop or two in the shower, in a hot shower. That would be another kind of DIY steam inhalation, um, thing that you can do as well for congestion level issues. Um, 
And actually, I said finally, so that would be the last recommended way. And then we also have a couple of other ways that you could inhale, um, but aren't really going to be recommended for most situations. So a nebulizer or an atomizer is a really intense method of diffusing that requires you screwing a bottle of essential oil into the nebulizer device, and it diffuses the pure essential oils directly into your room. This is really not a good idea for anybody to be in the same room when that is happening because it is very, very intense. You will probably feel um, nauseated. You will probably have a headache. You will probably have allergy symptoms. It's really, really strong and overkill. The only way that I would recommend having or using one is to use it in a room after somebody's been sick in the room, if they were breathing all night with all their germs, but they're, I was going to say off to school, but who would send their kid to school if they're that sick, right? But maybe they've moved to the living room and they're on the couch watching a movie or whatever. You can just bomb their room with a nebulizer, um, you know, maybe tea tree essential oil and lemon essential oil to kind of kill the germs a bit and run it for a couple of hours. Or if you have a basement with mold, again, hopefully you can move and get out of the house. But um, there are extreme cases where you can use a nebulizer, but you don't want to use it if you are going to be in the same room as one. It's way too intense. Um and then finally, a humidifier. Now, most humidifiers aren't intended to add essential oils to the water, but there are a couple that are made that have a little pullout with a place where you can actually drip some essential oils on a pad. I actually have one. So it, it actually wasn't even intentional. I didn't even realize the humidifier came with one, but on the side, you can pull out a little tray and it has a pad where you can drip essential oils on it. And that is how you can use it. If you are adding essential oils to your humid humidifier in, in the plastic basin, what it can actually do is eat away at that like rubber gasket that's between um, the seals and you will end up with a humidifier that doesn't work. So make sure that you are checking to see if your humidifier can do that. Um, another trick though that you can do is you can put a few drops on a cotton ball or a cotton round or a small cloth and you can kind of wedge it in one of the vents. That could be something you could do. But again, make sure the essential oil you are using is um, chosen with intention and that it doesn't have any adverse reactions. Um, um, for anybody that's going to be inhaling that essential oil. Um, so let's, let's, I think I'm going to end it there. So there's more information here. I'm just referencing the Learning Center. Again, it's a free membership that you can find at leahjacobson.com. Um, there's so much information here. I literally, I could go live for hours just talking about all of the stuff and reading through live all of the stuff that's here in the Learning Center. So if you are looking for free information, if you don't want to pay um, to join the club where we have weekly classes, you have daily access to ask me any questions every single day. We have weekly live classes. We have 250 recipes. I do custom recipes. Um, I'm in there every single day answering questions. If you don't want to pay for that, then just come right into the Learning Center and browse the information there and pick and choose what you want to look at. But educate yourself, guys. It's all about using essential oils safely. That's what this page is about. That's what our group is about. That's what my mission is to make sure that you know how to use essential oils safely. So while you're there at leahjacobson.com, checking out enrolling for free in the Learning Center, also take a look down the page. We have a free 30 days of essential oil safety 
emails that you can subscribe to that every single day I send you a new safety file on an essential oil that you may have or you definitely need to be aware of um, because there are some serious safety issues involved. And then also we have our aromatherapy daily tips where every single day you have access to a tip. And it's not just a scary safety stuff, um, also benefits as well and not just essential oils, but carriers, hydrosols and a bunch of good stuff there. So hopefully you learned something about inhaling and the ways that you can safely inhale your essential oils. But if you ever have any questions, just let me know. That's what I'm here for. See ya. This is Leah Jacobson, empowering you to use essential oils safely. I hope you learned something new today. Tell a friend about our podcast so they can learn too. All episodes are available at leahjacobson.com slash podcasts. To get a signed copy of my book or to access the course, which contains even more information, jump on over to my website, leahjacobson.com slash book or slash course for those resources.